Bookcase and Coffee presents Buzzing About Romance, a quick shot of romance. Hey everyone, welcome to this quick shot of romance. This is our um, throwback quick shot, the fourth Thursday of every month. We do a historical romance to for all our historical fans. So on this episode of A Quick Shot of Romance, we are reviewing Lady Sophia's Lover by Lisa Claypus. Um, and with me for this episode is Katie, the Duchess of all things historical. Welcome back to the podcast, Duchess Katie. I'm totally using that everywhere I can now. <laughs> I love it. I will take it. I do and feel like we need crowns, though. I feel like we need crowns. Like, I keep I'll looking at tiaras. I keep looking at tiaras like, I'm going to get a tiara. And then I feel like I need to have the Amy Farrah Fowler moment from... Uh, Big Bang oh. Theory, where she's like, and it's a t- anyway. <laughs> I'm down. I'm so down. I, okay, we're gonna have to get tiaras. I think we're in. Um, I'm pretty sure Sadie and Leah would wear tiaras too. So I know that Sadie oh. would. I think she was looking like shopping for them at one point when we were talking about this. <laughs> I did find one on Etsy that was like seventy nine dollars. It was all like rainbow gems and stuff like that. But I was Damn. pretty sh- pretty sure the Mister would like you know file the divorce papers <laughs> be like okay now we've gone too far <laughs> right right um you can't spend 80 dollars on a tiara but it's a tiara um anyway so give us the synopsis of lady sophia's lover from goodreads Alrighty. so why is lady sophia looking for a lover and could she seduce the most marriageable man in london Lady Sophia Sidney would do anything to ensnare the unattainable Sir Ross Cannon. Her goal? To ruin his reputation and cause a scandal that would be the talk of all London. So she insinuates herself into his life by gaining his trust and living in his house. Every morning, her lush presence tempts him beyond all reason. The way she bends over the table to serve him the meal she has prepared, the way her hands oh so gently yet sensuously brush against him. Every night, she promises with her eyes and her body that the hours before dawn could be spent in unbridled passion instead of restless sleep, if only he'd let her share his bed. She knows he is falling more in love with her each day, but she never counted on falling in love with him. And she never dreamed that he might very respectably ask for her hand in marriage. So the Mm. release date for this is June 4th, 2002. Um, Trope, historical romance, widow, orphan seeking revenge. Uh, He's Sir Ross is definitely an alpha hero. um, And Lady Sophia is a spinster, quote unquote, on the shelf. And he is a silver fox. Um, Steam level, I have this as a four five, four out of five. Um, is pretty damn sexy and flirty. I would agree. Yes, I would agree. Um, an angst level, I would say a three. I mean, there wasn't a ton of back and forth. It was much more flirting steam angst than mm-hmm. situational angst. Yes, I, I agree. Angst. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't so much that they neither one of the two of them was fighting their attraction to the other. It was also just kind of trying to be like, okay, well, how do we make this work? (laughs) You know, like they weren't really just being like, it can't work. It'll never work. It was just kind of like, all right, we got to figure it out. (laughs) So is this, this is your like all time favorite historical or one of them? No, 
It's okay. one of them. Yeah, just yeah. I just, you know, because I love where it takes place and who the characters are instead of your duchesses and dukes and the ballrooms and all this other kind of stuff. So it was kind of nice to visit something a little different. Well, and I said before we started recording, so I come to historical romance from the old school. I've read the Jude Devereaux's, the Joanna Lindsay's, the Judith McNaught's, the Julie Garwood's, which are very Duke and Duchess heavy. They're not usually the commoner um, or working, blue-blooded working class. Um, Mm -hmm. But the way that this is written, the way that it is, the story is told, it has that more traditional historical romance feel to it. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, I found it really enjoyable. It's a really great story. Um, it is sexy. It is sexy, 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 um, fast paced. And I do think that is the, it's an original engaging plot. Mm -hmm. So set up the plot for us a little bit. Well, so basically when we meet, uh, Sophia on page one, she's looking for a job and Ross is the surly kind of uh, like chief magistrate in London on Bow Street. So, you know, he controls the Bow Street runners, which is like their, you know, investigative police detective with a little bit more flexibility. Um, And like, he gets a boner on page one. Like when he (laughs) sees her, he's, he's, he's ready to go. And, you know, and the, the, the setup from book one is that, he's a widow were widower and he's, he's been celibate. He's been, they call him the monk of Bow Street. Bow Street. I can't remember. Yeah. yeah the, the monk, monk of Bow Street. Street. And I think he's been celibate for like eight years or something like that. Yeah. Was... His wife had passed away well before we even meet him. Um, but he's never, he's never tempted. And he is a man of a, a strict moral compass and he doesn't, he's not trying to, win favor from anybody, anything like that. So he meets Sophia and he's already like well-established in his role and has his mind made up about shit. And he's like, uh Oh, right. Well, I, I got a boner for this, ch- for this lady in here. Now she wants yeah. to work for me and I can't, I can't in good conscience hire her, but I also, I'm not going to tell her no. Well, yeah. No. And he's like, and he comes off, he's very cynical Mm-hmm. He is very disciplined. I said he's very stoic. Um, and so after being celibate for eight years, it's like all of a sudden he meets Lady Sophia and he, she brings him back to life almost. Like, yeah. And I think that that's what makes his fall so wonderful is mm-hmm. he pushes against it because he has this very one track mind, one track situational person. And here's mm-hmm. this lady who is throwing all sorts of crap his way. And he, he's not quite sure how to deal with it all. Right. You know, and that's, I think that's why I liked him so much because, and, and her too, like as a couple, like even before they're officially a couple, um, because she knows about his reputation as somebody who is so rigid and so dedicated to his work and how very little she has to do to actually kind of start undoing that. So she, like, I feel like in her mind, she knows 
she was like, this isn't normal. And I don't, I feel like it shouldn't be this easy. So I feel like she's got her guard up while he's letting his down because she's like, how, how did I make this work? And it's the, I mean, that's part of a historical, it's part of a romance period. It's right. like, we got somebody who's going to fall real hard, real quick. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, and you know, he's devoted his life and his career and he's the best of people. Like, total alpha mm-hmm. hero like he is the man in charge but he is very devoted to what he does for a living mm-hmm. and i find that that's i think part of what is sophia's attraction to him is yeah. this devotion that he has to what he does and and not and not wavering because i mean like she sets out to uncover bad decisions that he's made or corners that he's cut and this, that, and the other thing. And she can't find it. Yeah. No matter what. And they're, you know, so she's, she comes in with her own prejudice because her, her brother was sentenced to a prison hall and she was led to believe that it was Sir Ross's decision to send a young boy for a petty crime to basically, you know, sign his, send him to death because he was young and they were, they were always getting sick. So that's why she's there. She's there to get revenge for her brother. Well, and that's it. I said, it has, this story has a little bit of a revenge plot. So if you're looking Mm -hmm. for a story that, you know, is a little shrouded in mystery and revenge, if you like that kind of um, romance, this has it, it does it really well. I also like how uh, Kleypas kind of head takes on the brokenness of the Regency judicial system. Mm-hmm. You know, the fact that this young boy who was young is 14. Sent, yeah. Sent to prison, you know, mm-hmm. and it's not going to, to do well for him. I mean, he it's, this is going to be detrimental to him. And I like how right. she engages you into Sophia's fight. Right. Well, you know, and I think that's, I think that's why I liked it so much too, is, um, she doesn't, they're both such stubborn characters that, but when they are open and honest and they communicate with each other, they, they listen. Like that's, that's, that's wild to me. Like they don't just, like they have their minds made up about something, but when they have new information, they reassess. And I think that's right. what was so like refreshing about this story to me, um, because there's a lot of, yeah, like the revenge and um, that's well, keeps, shrouded through this. It keeps the storyline fresh. It keeps the plot moving. It doesn't feel there aren't too many moments where you're like, well, let's get to the next thing, because there yeah. is this constant. They come together and then they rethink and re and move back on. Um, and, you know, when you top that with all the sexual tension that is in this story, Ooh, baby. you're like, oh, hello, storyline. Keep on moving. <laughs> yeah. You're like, OK, let's do more of that, please. Right. Um, yeah. Lady Sophia might be one of the most tenacious characters mm-hmm. I have read in a historical romance. Like, there is not much that stops this lady. Like, she has a plan. Right. And she is going right. in. Yeah. And I loved that about her. Um, I will say, so she has to tell some lies in this story to help move mm-hmm. things forward for her her cause of her brother and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. I did have moments where it was a little hard to take. I was just like, I wanted her just come out, be honest, be mm-hmm. who you, tell him the truth. 
um, it it didn't make me love her less. It just made for the stories to be a. It just bothered me a little bit. Yeah, um, and I could see that, and I could see that too. And you know, I be, and I think it's partially because um, Sir Ross was so open and honest, and he didn't have to be. You yeah. know, like that's what you want in a partnership. But like he he knew fairly quickly after he spent time with her and, um, you know, after she was nursing him back to health, after he got shot, um, of course there's a good, there's a good little sick bed moment in there. Um, but you know, so he, he felt comfortable with her. He wanted to be honest with her. He wanted to tell her things. And even after all of that, I mean, there's a line towards the end of the book and he's like, even after all of this, you don't trust me, you know? And she's like, but I do. And he's like, well, then fucking act like it, lady. Right. (laughs) Well, he's so honorable and so dignified. And so there are these moments where you're just like, why would you break his trust like that? Like, Mm -hmm. he is such a good guy that you're being stupid, lady. Stop it. Well, it's clear she's like super insecure. I mean, I don't I can't hold that against her because of her experience in life leading up to meeting him and everything so I see why you know she might she she felt like she needed to do that but it's like you have so little faith in this man that you know you stack the cards against him without his knowledge basically well right and loyalty is really important to him you Mm -hmm. know and so it does cause some problems within the story itself between the two of them yeah um do you do you have a favorite scene in this book Oh, well, okay. So I love everything about like pretty much every sex scene that they have is amazing. But the one when they go to the house to look at one that they're going to rent with the carriage horse exercise machine. Right. Yes. (laughs) Yes. 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 Because she's like, this isn't going to work. And he's like, (laughs) Uh, watch will make it work and she's like all right I just like how they're both so playful with each other too like yeah you know they're both willing to try all the things you know and she even they both realize too like after they have their big one of their many fights um after they learn about Nick and his identity and she's I think she's trying to go down on him or something and he's just thinking he's like this isn't this isn't going to solve the issue and then he's like, yeah, all right, well, let's give it a shot. Might as well. <laughs> right. It's worth a try. Yeah. Um, so I just love the flirting in this book. And I think mm-hmm. it's the chemistry between these two characters. This yes. was sensual and flirtatious. So if, you know, I just, it just made the story that much better. I, mm-hmm. I'm just like, yes, flirting makes this story. And that's something sometimes that I miss in contemporary romance. In historical romances, we see so much flirting because right. it has to take a minute to get to that point. Um, mm-hmm. Because Neville is going to have to be married before we can get our first um, really big sex scene. And right. So historical romance does flirting so well. Mm-hmm. Um, and this book was a fantastic uh, example of flirting. So, yes, I did love well, that. I love that too because it also means like you know it, because this isn't they aren't people of the ton they are both 
you know, Sophia comes from a, a, a noble family, but Sir Ross has influence and, you know, responsibility attached to his name, but he didn't really care after he started to figure out how much he cared for her. Um, he was just like, yeah, I'm going to flirt with her. I'm going to say naughty things and I'm going to touch her in front of other people. And I'm going to be fine if she touches me. Like anytime yeah. Sophia got really embarrassed because she reacted and he was like, okay, you need to, you need to calm down because it's fine. We're right. adults. You know, I just, yeah, I love it. I love that. Okay, so let's get to our wrap-up of the book. Um, Mm -hmm. Did you like this book? I love this book. I love this book. I I actually haven't read the last book in the series, so I still need to read that one. Um, It's way better than the first one, in my opinion. So, yes, I love this book. Stinking TBR lists, right? (laughs) Yeah. Um, I also liked this book very much. It's the kind of Regency romance that I like to read. Um, this was more than just finding someone to marry. The plot was so well done and the story Mm -hmm. was incredibly engaging. Like I cannot say enough how engaging this story was and it reads so fast. You are hooked from Mm -hmm. the moment it starts. There's not too much set up and build up. Like you really kind of, you just hit the ground running with them. Yeah. Um, who would typically like this book in your opinion? Um, you know, I think, uh, anybody who likes historical romance would like this book because I think it's right there on the cusp of the old, the more old school stuff to, like you were saying before, to bridging the gap to the newer, the newer stuff, because this isn't something that is just black and white, um, dukes and duchesses. It's about the underworld essentially. And, uh, revenge and i mean there's there's a lot of elements in this book and they have yeah it's not marriage for procreation it's not marriage for you know carrying on of a title or a scandal and so i think um, a lot of people who don't like those things would love this book yes i would agree um i also think that if you are a contemporary um romance lover and like a silver fox romance, this is a great way to bridge over to um, to that to that kind of that yes. kind of story. So, um, because again, it's not the fluff of a traditional historical romance. So I think it right it can bridge the crap the bridge the, the crack gap, the crack between the crack. contemporary to historical. So. Um, and we aren't, we're not dealing with a virgin. I mean, that has its place in time, but we're not dealing with virgins here. And that's great. We're dealing yeah. with an inexperienced lady, but, and it, oh God, Ross, so Ross is just perfect to me. Like he doesn't judge her at all. Yeah. And he's not so much of a workaholic in this book that it takes you out of it. Um, oh yeah. Just, it just, people should read it. You don't need to read the first one to read this, to read this one. Okay, and as I was going to ask, would you recommend this book, Katie? <laughs> I, sh- I sure would. Please read it. <laughs> um, I would for sure also do that. Um, I'm intrigued to write, read the rest of this series. Um, so I actually downloaded them from my library. I love Yay! the library. So, but yeah, I mean, this was so good. I love... Do um I love dipping my toes back into historical, you know, because it's been mm-hmm. a moment since I've read it and I'm excited. So yes. Um, and also I kind of want to tease that next month 
our historical room. So the last last month in February, we did a historical throwback quick shot with Lady Sadie. Um, <laughs> and this time it's me and Katie. And in April, Duchess Katie and Lady Sadie will be <laughs> our historical romance people um, for the quick shots of romance. So I'm Yay! super excited to kind of expand our... Um, to ex- expand our reach to bring in historical romance because there are so many people that read it. And since it isn't what I do mainly, I'm happy to turn the reins over to <laughs> the two of you. You guys are so amazing and you love it. You love the historical. So we sure awesome. do. We anyway, sure if, do. You've heard be crashes, really if you've heard crashes in this episode, my dog is over here hitting things because I think he has business. So anyway, <laughs> this is my life. Complete and utter chaos. Um, anyway, thank you for joining us on this quick shot of romance. Duchess Katie, we can't wait to have you back next Yay. month and talk it's about all fun. things historical. Yes, me either. I can't wait. <laughs> Till next time, everyone. Bye. Find us on Instagram at Buzzing About Romance or on Twitter at Buzzing Romance. If you like the podcast, please leave a review. If you'd like to support us directly, join the Bookcase and Coffee Patreon and receive exclusive content only available to Patreon members. Check out bookcaseandcoffee.com for our on-the-shelf show notes.